The candles are lit, the Christmas carols cranked, and the buffet is laden with each of my best dishes. The wine's flowing, the guests mingling, and all the dogs are dancing around in their festive jingle bell collars. The mantle's decked with piles of greenery and lights, and the tree's so big and lush, it takes up a quarter of the living room. The front yard's a veritable winter wonderland with enough LED strings to almost, but not quite, cross the border into Christmas vacation territory. In the dining room, guests are laughing hard enough to make the wall shake. This is the perfect holiday dinner party. And yet, all I can think is, get out, get out, get out of my house. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Stories We Tell in Bars. I'm Jen Lancaster, and the opening shot was from my memoir, The Tao of Martha, because we are talking about keeping it 100 for the holidays. Except I'm old, and I 100% don't know exactly what that means. Anyway, I am delighted to be here with DJ Lee Farmer, providing our music and making us sound good. And I'm with the other half of the we, Gina B. Hello, beautiful people, and thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast here at Stories We Tell in Bars. This is a show where our topics range from life to liberty, but mostly pertain to the pursuit of bullshit. And because this is Thanksgiving... I'd like to extend a special thanks and welcome to our listeners who are joining on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Podbean, or iHeartRadio. Now, as we all recover... Well, we're Thanksgiving adjacent. Yeah, we're Thanksgiving adjacent. Yeah. We're, like, we're behind Thanksgiving. But, so, as we recover from Thanksgiving, though, I think this is a perfect time to remind everyone about our pre-pie and post-pie holiday fitness challenge. Uh, we brought this up on a podcast a couple of weeks ago uh, to see if anyone would want to jump into a fitness challenge with us, and so many of you did. I, it's I was, exciting. It was really a great response. We're, we're happy to have so many people who want to do this, and I feel very supported and i'll be very supportive uh we are engaging christine of gauge girl fitness to come onto our group which is stories we tell in bars fitness challenge very cryptically named group <laughs> um so jump on board with us and and you know try to the goal for pre-january 1 is to just not gain any weight christine told me that people gain on average of eight pounds Ugh. between thanksgiving and new year's which mortified me so um thanks for the donuts today jen oh, yeah. well anyway. you know a, a few i don't know maybe 10 15 years ago but i don't know back when i had a real job i thought i don't eat any differently during the holidays and then i looked at the previous two weeks and every single day i had had cake pie or candy because of something somebody brought into um, into the office mm -hmm. for the holidays. So th this year, if, if Thanksgiving were a wagon, yeah, I fell off hard <laughs> and repeatedly. Oh, it happens. It happens. I'll, I'm falling off right now, yeah. today, but at least I'm still eating within my feeding window. <laughs> I'm doing intermittent fasting. So okay. uh, that means I eat eight hours a day and, and, and the other 16 I don't. So Again, like a veal calf. Anyway. But with Christine of Gage Girl Fitness, we can keep our holidays from being a total diet disaster. So be sure to check out our group. So that's the plan. And that's why we're talking about our favorite holiday tips, tricks and cheats to get through the season without losing our minds. So let us be the drunken knots who make your holidays brighter. Now, my very first holiday trip, uh, tip, which I think is so important for people, especially that are going to see their families, mm -hmm. is to not engage the crazy. Amen to that. Uh, one of our things here is that we don't talk about politics. They're too divisive. But mm -hmm. I do want to bring up something from last year when Trump tweeted, we were going to start saying Merry Christmas again, because every single American believes in Jesus around here. And this country was definitely not founded on the basis of religious freedom. <sighs> you know, I, I actually have a solution to this, but let's 
get into the happy hour portion of our show with a toast first. Gina, why don't you tell us what you're drinking and make the toast today? Well, I'm drinking water, so my toast will not be as exciting as it has been in the past. But I'm actually going to drink to to holiday diet success for everyone. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's a good toast, right? I think everyone needs those those wishes. So um, anyway, you have a solution to the whole Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays conundrum? I do. You want to make this holiday season less stressful, then don't fall into the trap of saying or not saying Merry Christmas to strangers. You you don't know who people are and you don't know what they celebrate and what they find offensive. Saying Merry Christmas is, is definitely not a hate crime, but it's not a right either. I have to watch myself with this, but maybe just be sensitive that others think and feel and believe differently than you. Exactly. Now, if saying Merry Christmas is divisive, then don't let this be a tool that divides. Like, everyone hates everyone enough in this country right now. We're a friggin' powder keg. Perhaps don't add fuel to the fire with, you know, careless tidings. However, if you're not someone who celebrates Christmas and you find this phrase offensive, please understand that while it can come from a place of, like, agape, Christian joy... Usually it's just from a place of rote. Like when you're at the airport and an airline gate agent wishes you a good flight or a waiter tells you to enjoy your meal and you automatically say, you too. Exactly. (laughs) How about this? This is my suggestion. How about if going forward, someone bids you something you don't like, you just respond with, I love you. (laughs) The confused silence that ensues will give you ample time to collect your purchases and leave. This way, nobody gets into a squabble over semantics. Yeah, I don't know how I would recover from that one of someone random just said I love you I'd be like okay well again if the cashier's like uh, Merry Christmas and you say I love you yeah that would just stop all conversation it would I'm telling you okay well let's break this down if you want to kick a lung out of someone who says happy holidays or if hearing Merry Christmas makes you want to punch them in the throat it's possible that leaving the house is not your forte Mm -hmm. maybe you should just instacart everything from now until January 2nd I agree completely also let's discuss the Starbucks holiday cups (laughs) don't don't be the person who's publicly offended by whatever Starbucks puts on its holiday cups. I mean it. You pull this shit once and then everyone in your Facebook timeline is going to mute you and then they won't see your feed when you start hawking your, you know, multi-level marketing tooth whitener or, you know, books. <laughs> I just want to celebrate the miracle that is peppermint mocha season. Seriously. If, if cups make you too mad, just go to Dunkin' Donuts. They have donuts. Or maybe you could just ignore Starbucks being too churchy or not churchy enough because I'm I'm just spitballing here. It's possible that you aren't the arbiter of the correct amount of Jesus your coffee chain offers. Perhaps simply be grateful to live in a country where man, woman, and child alike can shell out six bucks for a cup of hot burnt bean water. (laughs) Your beliefs are not my business, Mm -hmm. but if you're super full of religion and you want to share it, do something like volunteer for a prison ministry, do outreach, teach Sunday school, visit a shut-in. Um, but please don't come to my house to do it. Yeah, that goes for us. Yeah. My point is that you're accomplishing nothing by posting hateful screeds on my wall. Literally nothing. Save for driving me directly to Starbucks. Well, where I can enjoy a peppermint mocha served from Satan's own chalice. (laughs) Now I want coffee. Oh, God, we can get you some coffee. Um, But why don't we take a quick break to do so? And we'll be right back with our best holiday tips, tricks, and cheats. Spoiler alert, a lot of them involve liquor. And speaking of liquor, we're going to have a couple of special guests for the next segment, so stay tuned. This could be the, this could be. 
Jen here. Welcome back to the binge portion of our show, where we're about to drop some mad holiday knowledge on you, yo. That was embarrassing. (laughs) You heard a male voice, so I should probably explain that we are here with our significant others. Fletch is here with Jen. He's my husband. Hi. And I am here with Lee, my boyfriend. Yeah, everyone could hear you raise your eyebrows. Yeah, you should probably (laughs) vocalize something, honey. Hello there. Oh, that's even, yes. Should I move that? Yeah, okay. There we go. We can actually share the mic. Okay. Okay. We are going to talk about our most excellent holiday traditions today. So ours, you know what my favorite holiday thing is to do, honey? What's that? You should know. What do I love to do on the holidays? Go on a trip. (laughs) I love going away for the holiday. If I can do it. Someplace warm. Which we won't be doing this year. Which sucks. But that's my favorite thing to do. We went to. But you've been on 900 vacations this year. Yeah, we went to chilly Amsterdam, chilly and rainy Amsterdam. It was but just London a couple weeks ago. Ooh, Chili's. Nice. We haven't gone. I haven't been to Chili's in. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one's going to Chili's. Okay. Oh. Just so we're clear, no, we're not doing that. No, but we, yeah, we've taken a lot of vacations, but there's nothing better than getting on a plane and spending Christmas Day in a warm climate. One year we were in Costa Rica, and we actually spent Christmas Day. In the mud, remember? At the volcano. Yeah. Hmm. And the mud bath. Mm-hmm. Remember that? We were covered in mud. It was and the beautiful. hot springs. Hot springs. Natural hot springs. Nice. And then we were in Jamaica one year. It nice. smelled terrible, though. Like sulfur. Sulfur. Well, I mean, you don't expect mud to smell terrible. It's a volcano. Yeah. It was not the pine cone smell of the traditional Christmas. It smelled really bad. Yeah. But it was worth it because we were not here. Okay. Cold. Okay. Anyway. Now, now, for us, our favorite part of the holiday season is to make a really big list. Uh, I usually do this like December 1st of everything that we could do that is fun and festive, like high tea at the Drake, going to Christmas at the zoo, ice skating at Millennial Park, and then we do none of them. Millennial Park? Millennium Park. Millenn- they have a park for millennials now. Ugh. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's indoors. Okay, honey. Um, but instead, <laughs> instead, our thing is to just stay warm and dry on the couch in jammy pants with a cheese plate and Die Hard Marathon. Now, I have ranked, in my opinion, the Die Hards from best to worst. Number one, very best, reg- regular Die Hard, which is uh, such a Christmas movie. Number two, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Number three, Live Free or Die Hard. Number four, Die Hard 2. Number five, A Good Day to Die Hard, which was not a good Die Hard. I don't even remember that one. I don't either. Isn't that the most recent? That was the 2007 one, wasn't it? I think the Bruce Willis hopes he dies. Was hard. Bruce Willis even in that one? Yeah, Bruce Willis was in all of them. That's the whole point. Oh, I, I've seen them all, but Die Hard, the original. I don't either. There's, in my memory, there's Die Hard, and then there's all the rest yeah. blur together into some sort of, you know, some sort of conglomerate. Well, there's the Die, Die Hard, Hard with Samuel L. Jackson, like that, that set up the great chemistry that they had later in other films. Okay, if you say so. Was that Die Hard 2? Uh, no. I think that was... Die Harder? Wait, is Die Harder even on here? I don't know. I don't... Well, Did you say that? Die Hard 2, I believe, it. was Die Hard... Die Hard 2, colon, Die Harder. Okay. Possibly. Okay. Oh, maybe that was what okay. it was. Well, the other thing we also do is celebrate Christmas. Fletch, do you want to explain what... Yeah, cru- Merry Christmas. Yes. That's where we, we also watch Tom Cruise movies. Because anything. There, here's the thing. Eyes wide shot. It, why it's well, such no, a, no, ew. No, that's that was, a bad one. <laughs> We're not going to watch your pornography yeah. on Christmas. <laughs> I thought so. That's I know, Jen. I'm like, that's probably not going to be. No, because no, it started with 
Top Gun one Top year. Top Gun. Jimmy never seen Top Gun. No, I had seen it. I saw it when I was 18, but oh. I was I was writing a book where that was featured in the book. Like one of the characters was obsessed with it. So I rewatched it. You didn't see it, it 33 times like I did. No, I just okay. saw it the once. And, um, you know, the difference between seeing it when you're 18 and seeing it again when you're 47, you miss out on a lot of the homoerotic subtext. So gay. It was... Well, no, you, I guess you can say that. That's not offensive because it really was... Top Gun, oh right. my God. Yes. Watch it again. Oh, watch it again. Yes, I'm not using that, that term as a pejorative. I'm using it no, as a statement of fact. That movie yeah. was, was like softcore gay porn, I, okay. I think. <laughs> no, really it was. I imagine that's what soft softcore gay porn is like. That seems a little extreme for Top Gun. I don't know. Watch I it again. I'll watch watch it, again. it again. I'm not kidding you. What Let's, do you watch? I'm, oh, I don't know about the Navy, but in the Army, when we took, we didn't hang out in the showers talking to each other. No? Yeah, Did you do that? Win. That sounds like more no? of a Navy okay. thing. Right. No, it was not a Navy thing. <laughs> what's your favorite holiday movie? What's what's everyone got? What do we what do, Mine is a Christmas story. Which I've never seen. Which Gina has never which seen. Which now and I refuse to see. To I refuse to see it. Oh, now. I get that. I get that. Well, I've seen it so many you times. You put your hand out, kid. I don't even know. That's what that like reference. my favorite, favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, I think one of my favorites is probably Scrooged. I don't Bill Murray. That. I, okay, that's a good one. See, no one's ruined it for you. That's a really good one. It's it's so. basically it's a Christmas story only told like with Bill Murray being this this hateful network oh, executive. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I've Remember seen when that. they're like, well, the 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 hamsters need wings. We'll just staple them on. Okay, I think I don't remember specific. Fudge? Lines, but I'm take your eyes Jack Reacher. I'm not watching. Story. Jack Reacher was good. We the first, watched, the first Jack Reacher. That's that my was, favorite. That that's my favorite that Christmas movie. Jack Reacher. Yeah, we watched it. Are you sure? Yes. Wait, read me the premise. What was the premise? Of the oh, movie? that's my first. That's my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. That's your favorite. Oh, the Tom Cruise movie. Okay. Oh, I know that one. Yes, I do. Right. Oh, I remember that one. Okay. But yeah, I think we that we like the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We sure did. Yeah, because I love Tom Cruise. I think we can all agree that It's a Wonderful Life is the worst holiday movie because it is 125 minutes of like just buzzkill and then five minutes of happy. I think yeah. it's just. It's predicated. And it's such a classic. It, yeah, it's predicated on Jimmy Stewart contemplating suicide. Yeah. Mm hmm. You want to read something about suicide? Buy my young adult book. Right. Somebody yeah, needs that's to. That's much better than It's a Wonderful Life. So that yeah. was mean. But I always like Miracle on Twenty Fifth Street. Too. No, what would mean Miracle mean would be Street? if uh, someone had pushed Jimmy Stewart into the river. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Which one also is I think a tremendous buzzkill: the Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh. Like, can someone please put some Propecia and and Prozac in his stocking? <laughs> that poor little bastard. That poor little bald bastard. I think all Brown the Charlie Brown movies—they're all sad. Mm -hmm. What was the one? The, the, it wasn't a Christmas movie, but the Snoopy Come Home one, where he goes and he finds his his long his first owner who's in the hospital. Remember there was that one? something off with I Charles was, Schultz. There was. There was. Don't you think? I've sad. never seen. It, were any Peanuts animated series? Were any of those shows? Not disturbing. No, I mean, look at the cast of characters. You know, what right? You got Charlie Brown. What were we gonna say? I honey? was gonna say on a side note, Charles Schultz is one of the um, people who make the most money on the Forbes list after they're dead. Interesting. Oh, he makes well, some he makes more crazy amount of millions money. from MetLife. Does he make more or less than Kim Kardashian? 
Well, he at least created something, no, made, even though it made me want to open a vein. He I'm made just, less, but... <laughs> I'm just curious as to, you know, was, the he money. He was up there with, like, Prince and Michael Jackson. Huh. Well, his franchise is very strong, although it's depressing. I mean, look at if you look at the cast of characters, you've got that filthy kid, Pigpen, right? Yeah, that's... Like, that's... Most like, of them came from MetLife. They oh, would call yeah. DCFS oh, now with the dirty kid. Yeah, like the dirty that. kid. You've got Pigpen who's got a cloud of filth just following yeah. him. Mm-hmm. You've got Linus who's clearly got separation anxiety yeah. because he's carrying that. Bl- oh, Linus who's got Pig the blank. Oh, Pigpen. <laughs> well, you've got Linus <laughs> with the blanket. Okay, babe. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know if we want to hear more about that or not. You've got Charlie Brown who's always depressed. You've got Lucy who. It's so, sadistic. She's a, she's a sadist. Yeah. They've got Peppermint Patty and, and Peppermint Patty's girlfriend, who's not actually her girlfriend, which would be fine. Yeah. Which, which would, would be fine. Been fine the, and why, the what's so Peppermint about Patty? I don't know. That's what I've always wondered. Is not why? a goddamn thing. And how is any of this a holiday tip or trick? <laughs> okay, my best tip is that, that you was... say screw it and book yourself on a tropical vacay in lieu of recognizing the holiday season like we do. Yeah, but I don't understand how you celebrate Christmas where it's warm. I feel like Santa doesn't wear board shorts. Listen, Santa might not With wear board shorts. and umbrellas in them. Exactly. That's how, you, that's how, that's you, how you do that. I can tell you all about it if you care to know. Okay, in okay. Detail. <laughs> well, I'm going to refer back to the opening shot, um, talking about our holiday party in 2011. That was the only one you guys didn't come to. That was the first one. I think you guys were in Jamaica that year. Yep. Yeah, but that party, I, I overdid it. I overcomplicated everything, and that made me stressed. I didn't appreciate, you know, having all of our friends, except for you guys, in the house. I just, we I just, well, maybe I just <laughs> wanted all them to leave, but I would have wanted you guys to stay. Now, if you are going to have a party, let me make it easy for you with a couple of pieces of really good advice. First, hire your friends' college-age kids to help you clean up. Like, let them do the heavy lifting. Um, the added bonus is they can they can drive your friends home, and that will keep you from having Joanna clean up our kitchen, who's my old college roommate and who hides every bit of our kitchen implements and then for the next six months Fletch is stomping around where's our lime zester I I can't help it if she's um, extremely efficient yeah but she puts things in the most efficient place that you would put something the most if you were drunk place. oh yeah oh yeah. right so I can see how that would happen with her yeah Mm-hmm. Bless her heart. She's so sweet. I also think it's smart to keep the bar simple. So your home is not the goddamn cheesecake factory, <laughs> and you're not required to serve 142 different specialty drinks. Yeah, because you are not Tom Cruise in cocktail. I think, in my opinion, you should serve a couple of reds, a couple of whites, a bucket of beers, and a signature punch. What do you think? What do you think, Fletch? Um, a bucket of beers? Well, no, not beer in a bucket. A, like, a bucket of some nice beers on ice. Not mm-hmm. not just like a not like the trash cans we used to drink out of in college. You remember that? Right. When but, Pete's used to have trash can night, this there was this like you could get a little tiny uh, a little I don't know maybe like twenty ounce plastic trash can in college, um, and they would fill it up for a dollar at this bar called Pete's, which I used to live right behind. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning they gave it out with lids. Do you know what happens when a drunk person gets outside with a small plastic disc? There were ten thousand lids in my alley where people. Just clearly Frisbees. got out of the bar and frisbee them around. God. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. That would be. Well, it's called Pete's the Star Wars bar because when you went in there, you could hear the do 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 And everyone in there was sort of like a freak or a mutant. It was not someplace. It yeah. wasn't where the cool kids hung out. No. But on Thursday, you know, on trash night. Oh, yeah. I'll go there and swill warm Miller High, or Miller Miller Light out of a trash can. Mm. Oh. But, um, yeah, a bucket of beers. I don't know what everyone else is going to drink. 
Well, I'm just glad that you guys have evolved from that because yeah. that would be, you know, but what, we're missing one one important thing. What's that, honey? Bourbon. Bourbon. That's right. Bourbon leads to, to trouble. Bourbon. Baby Jesus loves bourbon. <laughs> Baby Jesus is a minor. And it's his and birthday, so, so How many nights have we had together that have ended up with these two on the bourbon? All of them? Every single time. At most of them? Yeah, yeah. It's... When we mix bourbon, remember that one night that Lee had like everything at the bar, and the next day he had that tuna mousse salad. Oh yeah, this was this was this was when we were still doing Thanksgiving at our house, and you guys were staying over. So the night before, um, (laughs) we're that was the night that you burnt off your eyebrow. Remember that? That was such a great night. Well, yeah, that was back when you used to smoke, which you don't do anymore. So we're allowed to talk about the fact that you used to smoke. So we uh, like like most of us were okay. (laughs) You were. You were not okay, and you went downstairs, and I you were shit wrecked. You were shit wrecked. You went downstairs, and you clearly couldn't find your lighter, so you thought you'd light your cigarette on the <laughs> stove, and you came back upstairs. We smelled you before we saw you. We're like, what is that? What is that smell of burning Burn hair? Head. And you came in, and all your bangs were gone, and you were missing an eyebrow. <laughs> you tried to play it off like n- like nothing was going on. So Fletch was hammered and you were like you passed out with your neck like a 90 degree angle on the couch and lee was up like crushing all of us in wee bowling so the next day we go out he for had brunch su- he, he had super drunk agility oh yeah, yeah oh, he was great oh, yeah. he's like yeah. i can do a backflip i can do a backflip right now so we go to brunch the next day Thank God Fletch, he didn't. who had been the drunkest man on the face of the earth we we order and like we're all getting like egg steak this and that and lee's like well i'd like the salad niçoise because you are you're basically a, a pescatarian pesca, yeah. and then he leaves he, and he leaves the table and he's gone for a long time and this a is when lee had a ponytail we're like i think he's throwing up lee, fletch go check on him he's like why am i gonna go hold this ponytail like what do you want from me Okay, well, thanks for taking my line. I was quite sick. You took my baby Jesus line. I'm just, you know, in the in professional podcasting, you could have said, Fletch, what did you say? And then I could have said, what, am I going to go hold this ponytail? I didn't like actually that. remember who said what. Uh, to no, that's what, that, was, that was me who said, I'm going to go hold this well, ponytail. Well, let's all give Fletch what? credit. I mean, yes, thank you. All that's on. what I want for Christmas. <laughs> it's a credit. It's a credit. Okay. Yes, yeah, well, credit. Well, you have it from all of us. Well, Lee wasn't there because he was too busy in the bathroom throwing up. So. You didn't even eat your salad. That wasn't fun. No, well, I don't even know why he would have chosen it anyway. That was With tuna. And we're all like, really you know, bad get, choice. Get tuna French fries. Right. Yeah, that was next Yeah, time. a raw tuna. Yeah. Mm, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, raw tuna on top of Nothing settles a the stomach like a, like oh, a big sushi. A nice right. piece of raw fish. It's just gross. Well, when you're not abusing alcohol, um, when I'm doing all of my holiday stuff, I ask myself, would a cocktail make this endeavor more enjoyable? And the answer is always yes. No, I feel bad for the moms who, like, carry the whole burden of making Christmas light nice. Like, you know how there's, it's on their shoulders. You know how there's, like, the elf on the shelf? My suggestion is the drug in a mug. And I think any liquor can be served in a coffee cup. Do you remember when, when, it was sometime you weren't drinking and I had a mug and you're like, oh, what are you drinking? I'm like, I'm having tea. What flavor tea? I'm like, it's grape. And then you looked at me and what did you say? I looked at you and I think I just said, you're drinking wine out of a coffee cup, aren't you? I was. You were trying to sneak. You were. You were, thought you were being sneaky. No, and... I was trying to not be tempting. Because you were not drinking for some reason at that point. Now, what what do you guys think? That pairs... doesn't sound like me. Well, it was like a, it was like a day. You were dry for like a day. Yeah. So, what do you guys think pairs best with cocoa or coffee? Like, what would be your suggestion? I actually know the answer. What? Any other answer than 
uh, rumple mints. Oh my god! Is wrong. Uh uh. I, you know, to be honest with you, my favorite drug in a mug is a hot toddy. What's in that? It's bourbon. well, it's bourbon. Oh okay. Yeah, hot bourbon. And it's it's really just supposed to be lemon, hot water, bourbon, honey. That sounds medicinal. It's don't people. Well, it is okay, but it's so tasty. It's just good. No, no. It can be consumed from a coffee mug. That's I, I the like best part about it. I like making cocoa with like butterscotch schnapps or vanilla vodka or like all the stupid vodkas that no one drinks. I think are appropriate to drink at the holidays as long as you put whipped cream in it because I think the line between festive and alcoholism is drawn in ready whip. Well, see, I can't drink vodka anymore. I've been taken off of vodka. Oh, because you get mean. Well, that's what I hear. <laughs> Very honorary. Listen, this is just what you say, honey. I've been drinking vodka for years because and nobody else remember. complained. Mm. <laughs> nobody else complained about Like my... Fletch when he gets giggly when he drinks tequila. It's true. Like that's Joanna's favorite thing for you to drink. She's like, he turns into a sorority girl. Because oh. you get giggly. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of that I do. It's okay. funny. It's, it's funny. true. Do that one day. But well, I'd okay. like to see this and put it on video. Now, yeah. my big idea is that when you go <laughs> Christmas too. shopping at the mall, you should take a traveler full of wine in a McDonald's cup. I have done, I've, well, I've taken wine in McDonald's cup before because it is the perfect camouflage. <laughs> Isn't that called a road soda? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's called a road soda. Anyway, why are you at the mall anyway? Do you not have the internet? Like, why are you shopping in the mall? Just sit at home with your cop. And, right, right. And just drink openly. Oh, you know, our other holiday tip, photo opportunities. It's not the holidays if you are not taking pictures of your pets in costume. Like, I... Don't cool send me your, your kids on a holiday card. That's, that's okay. well, you can. Yeah. That's not exciting. But if you do not put your dog in a sweater that matches your kids, you are leaving money on the table. I like matching. <laughs> I like matching at the holidays. But how do the pets like this? I don't, they don't, don't get a vote. The things they have done to my floors, to my carpets, to my curtains, you're going to wear a sweater one day and you're going to like it. I just remember seeing pictures of Hammy sitting there looking kind of miserable in her Christmas sweater. Yeah, well. She was cute, though. I don't think I she remember. minds. What? You don't I don't think, think she minds. She, minds she just kind of or... sits there and just looks at the camera like, I'm well, just dealing with this. That's what the she dog is like. entirely red. She has no expression. Oh. You know, she, well, she's like a Kardashian. Like, it's just <laughs> doll-eyed, dead-faced, no expression because it's all one color of, like, mocha. She's so red, cute. You know. But my favorite of your parties was Christmas jammies. <laughs> I still love, we still have our Christmas jammies well, we downstairs. We have ours. Mm -hmm. That's okay. So for those who don't know. You should put them on for the next taping. Oh, yeah, let's do that. We should. We have to put that picture it. up too. Let's. Yeah, we should put the picture up. Mm -hmm. So Jen is so creative with, with her holidays that she asked us about a month before the Christmas party what sizes we wore. And I was wondering, what is she planning to do? And this is around the time that you were also knitting. Yes. And so I was like, is Jen going to knit us sweaters? Oh, Jesus. And so I was thinking, wow, this is going to be interesting. So instead of sweaters, what we received when we arrived were little bags, little cloth bags with um, cute little ribbon, like drawstring kind of pulls. They were pajama grands. They were, oh. Who are not a sponsor, but they were really great pajamas. They were awesome. And then they were this really, everyone had matching sets. And a matching pair of these like green Christmas pajamas, 
And at some point after we drank too much, we all changed into our Christmas jammies and, and played And our one games. friend who was not, who, you know, we didn't even expect to see, he was able to take pictures of all of us. Exactly. So we got pictures of everybody in these Christmas jammies and they were, we'll post them. Yeah. Um, we'll actually write up all these tips also and post them on our Stories We Tell in Bars Facebook page. Now, do you guys do presents? We don't do presents. We stopped that a few years ago. We only do stockings because I think it just, I think the presents for us, it, it put too much pressure on us. And the stockings are just fun, and this way we, we enjoy the whole season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we kind of stopped doing presents when we started doing trips. Mm. So yeah, like, well, well... Let's take that money and go somewhere. Yeah, well, on the year... But see, here's the problem. The problem is we also stopped doing presents on the years that we don't take trips. No. And so our Christmases are a little anticlimactic on the gifts. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we aren't the gift couple anyway. Yeah. Like, hmm. I don't ever expect to get a gift. What would you get for me? What would I get for you? I would get you a Christmas vest. Urban. You have a Christmas vest. <laughs> I already have a Christmas vest. <laughs> I just remember that. Remember we went to brunch? Oh, yeah. We'll have to explain. We went to this place called the Deer Path Inn in Lake Forest. And it was all old people sitting around in plaid vests. <laughs> and we were crying because it really was like um, like the... Like Brian Doyle Murray's character in Christmas Vacation, you know, in his big house, like in his vest, that's what he was wearing. So we were laughing, like, where the hell would you buy a plaid vest like that? And then I thought, well, probably here in town. Clearly all these people have them, so I'm sure they mm-hmm. sell them here in town. So I went and got one for Fletch. And it looks really and cute on you. And it was fetching. It is. It's, it, it is fetching. So, yes. so, so, so absent my, of that bourbon. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my question is how I'm hard to buy for mm-hmm. because... The one thing you think I don't have, you have. I got it. Yeah. So you um, don't need tools. We don't need tools. Jesus. Yeah, and God help you if you got the. You know, it's, I'm very specific. So I know what I get you. Ammo. A kitten. <laughs> <laughs> He'd also get a divorce with that. From yeah. Me. Like I would love more cats. Yeah. <gasps> that would. Yeah. Uh, that's not even funny. But, yeah. Ammo is probably what and, you'd yeah. appreciate more. Ammo? Now, what do you guys think of homemade gifts? As long as, you know, I love a homemade gift as, as long as they're not like, you know, like kid grade. Oh, yeah. Gifts. Like, yeah like, <laughs> tell them about what you made for me with the pit bulls, with the pit bulls and the soldiers. That was the, oh. like, the nicest thing I ever got. Yeah, this was the best present anyone ever got. Um, I, Jen had been collecting pictures of pit bulls, like old photographs from mm-hmm. the 20s and 30s. And I found, uh, so I was looking on eBay and found a snapshot someone was selling an actual photograph of of a world war ii soldier with his pit bull like you know like the dog standing up on its back legs like like greeting him coming home or so you know and so i found a couple i found two more that were similar Mm -hmm. i mean same thing world war ii pictures with dog uh, you know soldiers and pit bulls and put them in a frame, and that was my that was the the big present for the year. And it was really and Jen loved that. it was yeah it's up it's up on our wallet. It was really really neat. And I did a great job. You on did it. you did it like I'm like where on earth would you find something like this? Like this is so specific. He's like I made it. I love mm-hmm. a thoughtful. That's so thoughtful, and it just it shows that you know her very well. I love thoughtful gifts. That's nice. And then for her birthday, I got her a twenty five dollar gift certificate to Red Lobster. <laughs> no, I thought it was to the Olive Garden. No, you couldn't get it, wasn't it? Was yeah, that's garden. right. Oh, no, yeah. I, I wanted to get her a $25 gift certificate to Red Lobster, but I, w- I was at Walgreens getting a card, 
and they said, well, our, our gift card system is down, which uh -huh. is bullshit. <laughs> and I know that all of this. Do they have a gift card system? There's a system for that? Bullshit. Mm. And I was like, God damn it, I want to go to Red Lobster. I mean, that's why I was getting the $25 gift ticket for Red Lobster, because I wanted to go to Red Lobster. So, but bucks the thing about it is in the card is that he wrote all of this down. Not, happy birthday, I love you, but... Walgreens system was down. It was, you didn't say bullshit. You said it was bullshit. Yeah. B-O-O-L shit. Bullshit. It's bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, because, and I guess I did. I wrote out the whole the whole story. Like, I was going to get you a $25 Red Lobster gift certificate, but their systems were down, which is bullshit because that's why you have redundant systems. This is... Yeah, it, you kind of went on and on. Yeah. It was... It Walgreens was... has a huge <laughs> IT department and millions of dollars in budget, and they can track you. They can track your cell phone around every square foot of the store. They certainly can. Now, if you're giving people Christmas gifts, how do you feel about giving, like, cookies to your friends? Like, cookies to your friends, I think, is good. Um, but you... I think there are a lot of people out there that think, well, I'll just give my hairdresser cookies. I'll just give the cleaning lady cookies. Don't do that. People want tips and cash. Right. Yeah. What's the rule? Like, who do you tip? Who do you not? That's hard. I have, and I'm not the best at this, let me be clear. There are people who I have been going to to get my nails done for like 12 years, right? Same people. So what I will do for them is when I go to get my nails done around Christmas, mm -hmm. because it always happens right before Christmas, I'll like triple the tip that I would normally give yeah. them, which is always pretty good. Yeah. And they're happy with that. Yeah, that's what I do. I, I um, the, the, there's a few specific people that we always tip. Uh, I always tip my hairdresser. I always tip my manicurist. Uh, I tip the poop guy because he has a lousy job. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's see. We don't tip the mailman because he's drunk, um, which is why. Our mailman sucks, which is why he's getting it. Yeah, yeah, also he's a government employee. Yeah. So right. I'm not going to tip, but I'm not tipping a public servant. No. Our UPS guy mm. is definitely not getting oh, a tip. Terrible. Oh, my. We have the, the worst. Guy is actually better now he's, than one. Yeah, he's a nice guy. The other one was stealing my packages, yeah. that bitch. Well, he um, tipped himself. Our, yeah, she was helping <laughs> herself <laughs> to anything that looked good that was huh. coming to my house. But I the UPS guy, oh, yeah, cool. she should be in jail because that's a serious felony. Um, the UPS guy, not to get too far afield here, but he comes and he beats on our door as though his life depends on it. Like, scares the shit. I think it's home invasion every time I well, hear no, It's like the police are banging on your door and they're about to breach it any second. Yeah. <laughs> I told you about that doormat that I saw that says, come back with a warrant. I think that I want is that. so funny. Oh, that, and I want it. We should get That's so us. Because it's like, if you're a Jehovah's Witness or you're coming, just don't even, don't even stop here. Anyway, how do we feel about real trees versus fake trees? We have gone over to the dark side. Um, we have fake. like three different fake trees now, even though I love how real trees look. I love how they smell. It is, it gives me a panic attack from the second I put it in my house until I get it out of my house because I think this thing is just a wick waiting for a spark. Yeah. You know, that it's just gonna, it's gonna be like towering inferno. I have never in my life had a real Christmas tree. Really? Even when, it, when you were a kid? No. My mother didn't have time for all that. <laughs> she was just like, mm, yeah, I don't think so. Do you remember the year that we decided we were going to cut our own tree? You chopped down your own tree. No, no. We spent yeah, yeah. the entire day going from, from like cut your own tree lot to cut your own tree lot. It was a thousand degrees and you didn't have the right kind of saw. Everything left was like really fucked up Charlie Brown. 
And we're like, I guess we'll just come back and do this tomorrow after like spending 12 hours trying to get our own tree. And we passed by this um, tree lot on Lincoln Ave. We're like, those look really nice. Let's just buy one. So that was the, the start and end of our cut your own Christmas tree tradition. It sounded like a great idea, but by the time we got out of the, this is before we moved to the suburbs. Right. Drove out of the city, drove an hour up to Wisconsin and found, and it was, you know, you had this picture in your mind of everything being bright and snowy and, and, and the snow crunching under your feet, but... It was so cold. My pants were wet. I mean, my jeans, I didn't wet them. It was just because of the snow. <laughs> well, it, I thought it was actually, I didn't think it was that cold because we were actually trudging through the mud. Mm. Because when we got there was nothing but a barren field oh. where all of the good trees had already been cut down. Mm -hmm. And everyone had walked through there for the past three weeks and it was it looked like a battlefield it looked like they had dropped a daisy cutter bomb mm -hmm. the, the the ones that literally levels forests but there'd be like one lone tree standing out there like the blood swept poppy fields that they do the yeah the world war one right it looked like no man's land in world war one trench so, warfare you right. stand around that paltry tree singing bahoo bahoo yeah. remember when they stole the grinch stole everything and yeah. there's like that little paltry tree they yeah. Had and yeah. yeah it's exactly it's that one yeah the grinch stresses me out that's another Christmas thing that stresses me out. Just yeah. make it happy. In Willy Wonka, happy I don't because they have each other. I don't know if Willy Wonka, the Chocolate Factory, figures into Christmas See, movies. I, I consider that a holiday movie. It's oh, it still gives me the creeps. Well, I'll tell you which one I like. If we're gonna Sound of Music, I do like that. I movie. like Sound no, of you Music know what? too. I burned out on the Sound of Music. I just like that movie, and now you can't really pay me to see it again because I've seen it 1,700 times. But I always forget what happens, and then they roll out the Nazi flag, and I'm like, oh! That's what happens. Yeah, I forget. That's right. Georg is gone. Yeah, no, I like, um, if you think about all the romantic comedies, like you think of like <clears throat> Sleepless in Seattle, which culminates in the oh, what's holiday that, season. What's the, 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 um, the, the well, one with the signs. Culminates. The one with the signs that's British that I love. You mean signs? Like, oh, I love, with the oh aliens my God, Love Actually. No, love, yes, thank I you. love thank that you. movie. Love that love movie. Actually. Love that movie so much. Not, not M. Night Shyamalan with the eight. Oh, no. Not the, not the seventh song, whatever that. No, Signs with oh, Mel Gibson. Signs. Oh, and, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. that's what I. She's talking about this. I know, I know exactly mm -hmm. the thing you mean, where he's holding up the signs. And, yeah, I love that movie so much. Love Actually is my favorite. Hugh, yeah, Hugh Grant. Grant. Don't you love that? Have you ever seen that movie? A pioneer seen, in, in yeah. sexual misconduct, always, it turns out. Of I know, isn't yeah. he just like, whew, first out, first, you know, yeah. first out, first out of trouble. <laughs> exactly. Well, he had the prostitute problem. Oh, not problem, but I mean, he had. But you know what? He recovered from it. He, he rallied. But where is he right now? Have you seen him? He's probably Grant doing lately? something. No, he's been in a ton of stuff. Lately? He's, yeah, he's, he's always in stuff. I, I have not IMDb seen I'm going to go right there. I don't know. I haven't seen him lately. Yeah, he's in stuff. He's not leading man. Well, He's not what he was. He always pops up in Bridget Jones, but but that's because his character was established. Right. But I don't watch Bridget Jones anymore anyway because I'm 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 tired of her. Yeah. I don't recognize Renee Zellweger anyway. Anyway, we are totally <laughs> off topic. Um, if you could offer, <laughs> you can't identify her, or you refuse to accept that no, she exists. No, she looks totally different. <laughs> oh, okay. Than she used to. Well, because she is an example of someone who has had bad plastic surgery, mm. and that that is, if I had a cause, it would be it. Mm-hmm. Not not good plastic surgery, bad. So okay, if, Fletch, if you could offer one piece of holiday advice, what would what would you what would you offer? Um, bourbon and bacon. 
that's not advice. That's just something. That's just that's, that's just, just something lunch. to eat. That well, the advice then is have just lots of it. Do more of it. Do more. Well, of okay. It. What would you what would you say to somebody? Drink who more had bourbon. A... Eat more bacon. You'll feel better. Um, it'll make the holidays easier. Um, Lee, how about you? I agree with the <laughs> bourbon part, oh, minus the bacon. <laughs> Drink more bourbon. You'll feel better. Eat yeah. less bacon. Yeah. Baby Jesus wants you to be happy. Okay, if I had to give a holiday advice, here would be my advice. Um, going back to the cookies, before you begin your holiday baking, throw out your old flour, throw out your old baking soda, throw out your old baking powder. That will cost you $4 um, to replace it all, but this way your cookies will actually be good. I remember... Um, a few years ago, I set up my big baking cabinet, and I didn't replace things. Every cookie I tried that year failed to the point where I threw everything out, and then I just bought sugar cookies, and they were amazing. That's actually really great advice because you don't think about that. You figure out. I don't bake. Bake. <laughs> no, bake, but bake with the great ingredients. Like, baking soda does not last forever. Right. So you do. You have to, to kind of rotate everything out. My advice would be, if you're cooking a meal like I cook Thanksgiving... If I'm kind of more, I call it a slop cook because mm -hmm. I, I sort of add things as they need, you know, as far as from taste or smell, but write that down. And then once you perfect the ah. recipe, make sure that you factor it in, maybe laminate that page so that you know what you did. Because so many people start adding stuff and like, I can't replicate that recipe anymore. And right. They don't document it. And so that's what, that would be my. Right. I made advice. a beef stew while you were gone. And then you, you've been the one who's been eating it since you've been back. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't tell you what was in it because I was just throwing random things in. See? Mm -hmm. That's why when you ask me for recipes, I'm like, okay, here yeah. we go. We're going to see if I can do this. Because I don't remember. But anyway. Okay. I would say my advice would be don't invite relatives that you don't really like. I think that's good advice. And that's, that's perfect advice. Or I mean, any just in our think case. of how many people. <laughs> or any relatives. We don't find any Just because they're related to you doesn't mean they like you. Exactly. But this is my favorite time of year. Like, as of November 1st, as soon as it starts getting cold, because, you know, I listen to the Dr. Laura show because I like hearing people get yelled at who are not me. I like it. Uh, but, like, every person who calls in from November 1st until Christmas Day are people who are trying to figure out how to deal with um, with with family problems, and I think mm -hmm. that is fascinating. And in each case, it's like, why are you getting together if you guys all hate each other? If you can't be kind to each other, if you can't have fun with each other, if you can't relax and and have this be, you know, the the best thing ever, then why are you doing it? Yeah, I I cut that off years ago. Those issues always amplify during the holidays. And you're already stressed out anyway. My other piece of advice would be to manage your expectations properly. Yeah. If somebody has been an asshole their whole lives, they're not all of a sudden going to be great on the holiday. No, you know they're just I mean? going to be louder and drunker. They're just going to be. They're a, not going to step gonna be a it up. Festively no. dressed asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. They're, they're going to be an much. asshole in a tacky sweater. Exactly. No, I was going to say an asshole in a plaid vest. No offense. Uh, no. <laughs> That's not very nice. None taken. Okay. Ding. I, I, oh, I just Ooh. got dinged. We got the first ding of the episode. We started this this ding protocol when one of us says something that's jerk, that sounds like a jerk, or is overprivileged, then we ding, and I just got the first one. The oh, actually, I, then I used the ding wrong. Oh, what did you want to say? I, I dinged you because you're being a bitch. <laughs> well, that qualifies. That qualifies. I think that ding. works. No, I meant. He'd be dinging no, me all ding day, was, wouldn't you, honey? The ding is meant for <laughs> for when you when you talk about first world problems. 
Oh. oh. I, I live in a first world country. Those are the problems that I have. Right. Sure. Well, I think they put hazelnut in my in my mocha <laughs> or my my caramel latte this morning. No, they didn't. No, okay. It, taste but, it. Taste it. Taste it right now. This is this is great radio. There's no hazelnut. There's in there. hazelnut in here. Okay. This no. haz- Okay. Why don't we discuss New Year's Eve? Amateur first night. World problems. <laughs> Do New you Year's Eve is a fir- oh hazelnut no. is a first world problem. New Year's keep up, honey. We're talking about New Year's Eve. Now. I'm slow. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you guys do things on New Year's Eve. You guys do like things in nice dresses. I love to. I love to do things and I love nothing more than a great New Year's Eve formal party. But I don't think we've ever even been invited to one. No. There haven't been any that have been worth a damn in the last few years. Like what have we done? New Year's Eve. No, we did MK last year. We did MK last year, that was, was nice, but was MK working. is now closed. Oh yeah. I don't think people do nice formal new years anymore i think they just i think they we've gone all all um uh, uh not central park where's that Times square oh yeah. where people just want to be in a, in a large target crowd and urinate on each other i just i can't think here's what i think people should that. do for new year's eve i think all the people who didn't get enough time being a slutty cat or a slutty referee <laughs> or slutty harry potter on Halloween should just wear those costumes again. It should be a costume party. But you know what? I went to years and years ago, I went to a New Year's Eve masquerade ball. Ooh, that sounds fancy. Oh, it was so elegant. But the only thing, people weren't in full costume, you just wore cute masks. Neat. And that was cool. I love that. I think our New Year's- Eyes Wide Shut? Some, yeah. It all comes back to to Eyes Wide Shut. But it didn't didn't digress into an orgy, but it was was a beautiful party. I think our New Year's Eve plans involve... um, Staying away from large crowds? Staying away from large crowds, but but also uh, my movie theater popcorn machine, which is the greatest thing Mm -hmm. that has ever happened to me in my entire life. Wow. I don't want one. You won't let me have it. It's less than $200 for the entire setup. You have... I will so buy that so quickly. Yeah, Lee would have everything on the counter. I'm so good at it now. Like, I'm it. so good at making the popcorn. We'll come to your house and enjoy it. Please. That's what we'll do. I she won't let me have a toaster oven either. Because, so. A, there's no space for the toaster I oven. I want to get Lee for Christmas now. I will kill you. <laughs> yes. and, I'll, and I will be getting you a kitten. If you give Lee a toaster oven, you're getting three cats. Delivered to your doorstep. Not, not an adorable kitten either. It's going to be a one-eyed, <laughs> it's a one-eyed alley cat. I'm going to go pick out the one that's sitting on the porch right now. <laughs> and if you wanted to get that for me, a one-eyed, three-legged alley cat. We already have you one. We already have one. it. Yeah, I've already given you one of those. <laughs> well, it had four legs when you gave it to me. Yeah, well, and well that one's hearts. on us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, with that, we will the be only back. only ten-fingered Fletcher in the world. <laughs> It's a matter of time. Honey, why don't you explain that? Because that's just... All the men in my family... You're not a man in my family until you have lost a digit. Um, <laughs> to but, an industrial can machine. Can that be a right. finger or a toe? Finger or toe. Primarily, it, it seems to run fingers in my family. <laughs> my, my dad lost a finger. Um, my grandpa... Um, you come from a long line a of lo- nine-fingered Fletchers. Yes. Well, I'm, sounds like my great grandpa cut, cut a finger off on a, on a sawmill, and it was left dangling by a. Oh a, my And God, so he he finished the job and uh, went back to work. Um, and like, you're hard workers too, all of you. What else are you gonna do? Well, that gene may have that gene may have been something? recessive. Well, yeah. then maybe if you lose that gene, then you've lost it. Anyway, we so badly need a break right now, so we're gonna be <laughs> back <laughs> with the last call segment after after this. 
Welcome back to Stories We Tell in Bars with me, Gina B, and my co-host, Jen Lancaster, and our special guests. Say hi, you guys. Hi, you guys. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Leanne Fletch. Now, the one thing that's, that's really important to me every year at the holiday season is to be generous. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, not generous. It's something that I do. It's, I started this uh, a while ago. If I'm not using something, it goes immediately to charity. But a few years ago, I got, uh, I don't know, some email from the Moraine Valley Food Bank saying, you know, like we desperately need turkeys and hams this year. We, we just don't have anything. There are all these new families that have lost benefits. And I just, I went out and I filled the entire back of the SUV with turkeys and hams and I dropped them off. And I'm like, I, there's nothing I can do this year that's going to make me feel better than this. So my big thing every year is to um, to get up ingredients to make cookies uh, mm. and donate those to the food bank. Because here's the thing, most of these people have families, they have little kids, and they, they get what they get. And kids don't like crushed tomatoes. Kids don't necessarily <laughs> want like old pinto beans. It's not just, oh, let's just clean out the pantry of shit we're never going to eat. So I buy stuff. I mean, I, I make sure that I buy all the things that a family would need to make cookies with their kids because That's people sweet. fall, well, people fall on hard times. Aww. And I think what people want at the holidays is the ability to feel normal. You know, and mm -hmm. I think if, if, if you have your family gathered around and you're able to participate in your tradition, then I feel like I have done a good thing. So that's really important to me. So what's your surefire thing to feel good during the holiday? Fletch, are you going to say bourbon and bacon? <laughs> no, I was, uh, but I was going to say Merry Christmas, kids. You get a, there's an old jar of, of hearts of palm. <laughs> <laughs> that's expensive. Well, you can go a salad. Which kids, oh, kids also love, love salad. Right. Kids love yeah. salad. I, I, all children. Kids just, love exotic salads. If I, could, if I could make a kid voice, I would say, Yay, I got Vienna sausages. Right. Cocktail wieners. Yeah. Yay, I got kids potted meat for Christmas. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. No, I'm a Thanksgiving. So what I like to do is give baskets. Oh, that's nice. So there are, now I don't personally assemble, but let me be clear. No, I, I donate to, there are a couple of different charities that assemble Christmas or Thanksgiving baskets for families, which I, I really love doing. And I also like purging and, and taking old clothes. And I try to pick the clothes that are business wear yeah. to donate to a couple of charities that, that work with women who are trying to get back on their right. feet. And then the other stuff I take to Salvation Army. So that makes me feel great, not only because I am donating something to charity, but because I'm getting some of that shit out of my house. Right. And it's usually good stuff that I'm just not using. So I feel good about that. That stuff is getting a home. And the basket delivery thing is also That's neat. awesome. Um, one year when I'm not making Thanksgiving dinner, I'm not sure when that's going to be, I'd actually get into the delivery aspect of the baskets. Oh, that which would, would be, be neat. super cool. But as you know, um, I'm usually super busy, but at, yeah. least, at least I like to contribute to the baskets being delivered. So that's Yeah, I think thing. that if you find some place that you really like to give to, it's, I mean, the, 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 I think the organizations that are most important to me are... Um, like old people. I remember that time that you and I went to Culver's because we're like, oh, let's not get delivery. It's too expensive. We'll just go to Culver's. So we went to Culver's to get a burger and they had this giant card there for this 90 something man that they wanted to do an honor flight for. And everybody had signed it and I couldn't even sign the card because it made me too sad. So then I went home and paid for his honor flight. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And our accountant's like, so, uh, so what's this? I'm like, well, we were trying to save money by going just to get burgers. He's like, 
Yeah, that didn't work. Yeah, but yeah it just it was a charity donation. It was still. a charity donation. Aww. But that, that like I like things with old people. I like things that help families. I of course I like things Animals. that help pets. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I get into that too. I my mother was in hospice mm. at uh, Mercy Hospital, and so I was trying to figure out ways to donate. And so a couple times, I haven't done this in a while, and I maybe should. They said if you knit. You could knit a lap blanket for some of the senior Aww. or the people. They're not all seniors that are in hospice, and so I knitted a couple of lap blankets because they're Neat. super easy. I mean, they're right. just a rectangle, and uh, I'm not really a sophisticated knitter, but I really enjoyed knowing that somebody was actually snuggling up underneath something that I. Well, knitted. That makes me really so that happy. That was nice. So I love doing that. I didn't do that again. I'm going to do that again. I'm going to start knitting. Yeah, that's a good idea. I have tons of yarn downstairs. I, I have a ton of yarn. I'll give you my yarn. Oh, okay. I oh. like. A million dollars worth of yarn. There's the spirit of giving yeah. and cleaning out crap. And cleaning that you don't out crap use. that you don't want to use. I'll <laughs> use it. Yeah. Otherwise, my godchild starts to raid my vats downstairs. Uh, she likes to come over and do that, which I let her sometimes. But awesome. anyway, anyway, uh, you know what people forget is that Christmas time is a whole season. Yeah. So it's not just the 20 minute present grab under the tree. If you want to have the best holiday ever, allocate your budget and spend on things that make memories well that makes sense because i think people get themselves in so much trouble because they want to extend that 20 minutes to 25 minutes like this is the magic of christmas no it's the whole thing no it's the whole thing like my mother was a fan of of saying give me my flowers now <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> well that means don't wait till i'm dead to give me my flowers oh so give them to me now so that that's why she didn't really focus so much on christmas yeah because she's like well we should be kind to each other every day and 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 then but Here's the flip side of that. She would like buy something for me in October and she would, oh, this is your Christmas gift. And I'm like, I'm sorry, that's not fun. Like, oh, here, I got you a coat. That's your Christmas gift. And, and uh. so I actually, I, I love gift giving for Christmas. Yeah. And it's funny. The person that I love really buying gifts for is Lee because I, I know him so well and I know how to do it, but we just don't even, we don't, we don't do gifts as much anymore. So. I mean, we can start if you feel like mine. <laughs> it doesn't have to. It doesn't, yeah. You don't have to wait till Christmas. Yes, I know. Well, you know, I, you ought to do the stocking thing because our stockings are more than just stockings. They they've like well, they've morphed into gifts. like boxes, but it's not really gifts because you don't you don't wrap them. Um, they're lazy gifts. They're well, they're like oh, like Breaking gifts. Bad figurines or yeah. like body scrubs or so they're just they're things you would put in a stocking. Only it's a little bit bigger than a stocking, and it and it ends up saving us hundreds of dollars because mm -hmm. they're just they're little things, but just a plethora of them. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. fun, and that way it's not like okay, here's here's the big dance, and now it's over, and now what do we do? Right. Okay, it's right. noon on Christmas, and we may as well break out the mimosa because. We We're have done. nothing else what to else do. Is left? Exactly. Yeah. You know? But watch, you know, one of those Peanuts movies that Ugh. make you want to stab yourself. Yeah, then we open a vein. Yeah, exactly. All right, any other advice? Um, I think that books make great gifts. Hint, hint. <laughs> I know somebody who's written a lot of them in case you want to buy some. Exactly. What about you guys? What Fletch, you Lee, what do you think? I, I, I second the stocking idea because it's, it's usually something small, fun, it's it's nothing, things you wouldn't buy for yourself. Like a paper model of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Which you I will, haven't put that together yet. I will assemble that one day. Like, oh, um, yeah, I just haven't gotten around to it. But that's but, not anything you'd buy yourself. No, I would never think of that. But it, and then that way you're not sitting around opening up. I always hated the, okay, what box first? Here, you open this box. I'll open this box. Three, two, one, yeah, go, yeah. and yeah. Yeah, paper's flying everywhere. Well, and that started us a few years ago. It's like we just, 
things started to escalate. Well, okay, you have 13 presents, I have 12 presents. Now I have to get another one. Oh, but then I spent more. It's just, it It wasn't money that we needed to spend. And, and eventually you know? you're opening boxes with like placeholder gifts. Mm. Here's mm. a shirt that I thought you might like. I don't mm. know. Uh, and a gift receipt. So you could return it if you don't yeah. like. At yeah. that point, you're just... Shit you don't need. Right. That's, it's more stuff you don't need. And it's more stuff that you're just... Um, you're you're just there's no thought behind it, mm -hmm. so why it's it's wasted effort. Well, and as someone who worked retail for so many years during college, like December twenty sixth, there's nothing good left in the stores. Everything good has been picked clean two three weeks previous. So it's just like like old stuff. It's not really it's winter, but they're getting ready for spring. So it's nothing really good. No, you know I'll tell you where not to shop. Here's a tip. Don't shop for your significant other or anybody else at Walgreens for Christmas. I probably would not do that. And I'll tell you, a couple of years ago, I um, we were in, in Lee's at Lee's a condo, and we were there, and I realized that the the what was it what was the the corkscrew was missing. Remember oh, no, that was at the other building. That was at the other building. Lee had this building, and we were there for you know it's yeah. a long story. But we end up there, and all I wanted to do when I arrived was have a glass of wine. So the corkscrew's missing. So I go on this pilgrimage on Christmas Eve <laughs> at ten thirty at night mm -hmm. to find a corkscrew. And what I found there, besides a raggedy corkscrew, were people buying Christmas gifts for their children and loved ones. This one guy's buying the gift set equivalent of like Lady Stetson. Or some <laughs> shit for somebody. Aww. And I, I wanted to pull him to the side and like, honey, you're not in love if you're here at 1030 buying, you know, Windsong or whatever for, you know, so yeah, don't, don't do that. There's that, just, this, that makes me sad. It, maybe well, he, maybe he just got paid. Grandmother and she liked that. I think, I think. But maybe he just, just got paid that day well, and that was, know. you Maybe, know. okay, so. You've done that. Like we did that back when we were really super broke. Were, no, but here's the Well, thing. not at Walgreens. There yeah. are things that. No, but there, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with like a, a budget Christmas Eve. I think it's great, but don't wait till like that. That was clearly you're the eleventh hour, and you don't know what to do. So you go to Walgreens and you grab some shitty perfume that nobody else wants. It's still got a crust, a crusted layer of dust on it from the year before. <laughs> like um, mm -hmm. one of Gina, Gina's friends, whose significant other buys some socks from Walgreens. Oh like, God! At the last, at the last for minute, Christmas. like oh here, honey. I mean, my point is that's not thoughtful. Right. So whatever you spend, even if it's nothing, make it a thoughtful gift because that's the whole point of a gift. Like a Red Lobster gift thoughtful. certificate. And gifts should be practical. Right? Well, that's what you think. Well, no, it should be something that people I, are going to be see, able to use past Christmas, right? Well, past Christmas, yeah. And continually. We are diametrically opposed on this, yeah. okay? I have given Lee what I think are some extremely unsexy gifts that he has loved dearly. Like, like what? Extremely practical. Like a one terabyte hard drive. <laughs> I've I never seen anyone. What was it? It was the internal. Was the internal hard drive that I gave you, right? Yeah. An and internal hard drive. Exactly what I needed. He. You would have thought that I had Amazing. given him. Like, so the Seagate a Western bar. Digital. What Western Digital. See, okay. Fletch is like I can. I can roll with that. Okay, yeah. we're I'm, losing. I like you know like. Pretty. Pretty. Nice. Yeah. I love Lovely. those kinds of gifts. Yeah, and so, like when I got you that iPad, you were like, oh, honey, that's nice. Well, here's <laughs> why. Because my father was going to buy me the iPad. Oh, I didn't know that. And you sort of, you did know that. No, I told I you that. He and wouldn't he, have done it if he'd known. No, he knew. He no, didn't know that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I told you that. So you kind of preempted. So I was expecting that from a different source. 
That's why I didn't think that you were giving me that oh, gift. Okay. I thought that my dad was giving. So I was like, so I was con- kind of confused. And then, but my father, the way he gives gifts anyway, is he just grabs he just, whatever cash he has well, on hand and throws saying, it in an envelope. No, it goes to Walgreens. Her dad will just, no, her dad will just come over with a handful of cash and be like, Merry Christmas. So well, he'd asked he me. Buy her. Well, no, he wasn't going to go to the Apple store, but he was like, here's some money for it is what he'd well, do. He was chipping I mean, in. The man was in his 80s. I mean, like, okay, he's not. So just say, he was chipping in. Got this iPad. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, because that was what he was going to, anyway. Right, because he's not but, going to the Apple store. Yeah, but I like, a, like, I like you know. He's like, come over that's with the secret to his longevity. I tell, you what, I, to the Apple store. <laughs> I tell you what I don't miss or don't like and don't miss about being a kid What's that? at Christmas. And it was a coordinated gifts that what is, is Oh, get this for me. I, will you get this for me for Christmas? Please, that's all I want. And it'll be like negotiating with your parents to say, well, this was my family anyway. Uh-huh. That like, oh, I want this for Christmas and that's all. And it'll be Christmas and my birthday present. Oh, yeah. Um, like oh, what? Oh, the two-in-ones. Well, for me, I would get mm. presents that I would have to share with my brothers. Oh, that's some bullshit. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Like, here's an Atari for all of you. Yeah, that's not my gift. That's the gift yeah. for the family. Mm-hmm. No, it was a gift for all three of us. But right, that's what I'm saying. That's not yeah, really your gift. You had to share it. Yeah, that sucks. Wonderful. Well, that didn't create any sort of conflict. <laughs> oh, especially if you knew his brothers, it'd be a whole that'd be a whole different thing. Or when you get the the you get a present from a from a child from like a three year old child, like it's a two dad from yeah I don't know what sucks. kids Jimmy. are named these days. They're not named Jimmy Trevor, but yeah, Dream Dream. Um, <laughs> Like, I know goddamn well that Dream did not go out and buy that for me because he's three. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So. Well, you know, I feel worse for my friends, and I don't, I don't fall into this. So, my friends, once they have children, their friends don't buy them gifts anymore. They buy oh, all yeah. stuff for the kids. Yeah. I'm the opposite. The, those kids... The children of my friends have more crap than anybody mm-hmm. I've ever met. If you can't even get in people's houses without like kid shit everywhere. So I still buy my friends gifts and I sort of don't mm-hmm. buy their kids stuff because their kids will not remember it anyway. I don't know their kids that well and why I am I getting either. them presents? Well, I, I have friends whose like kids I've never seen. Pay an electric bill. <laughs> <laughs> That's practical. People appreciate like, that. They're like, do you wow. see why I don't get you? This is why we don't exchange I have gifts. power for the holidays. <laughs> I think that that should be where we wrap it up. No one's going to get oh, anything better than that. No. He, he wins the episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change. What's, what's your email address? Because I'm going to change my e-bill, uh, <laughs> right. my comment e-bill address. I'll just send it to you. That so. is the worst thing I've ever heard. Okay. That's the best anyway. thing I've ever heard. Exactly. I think that'll do it for us. Yeah. Um, so if you would like to share your tips tricks and cheats on our facebook page please do so and we'll post um, we have actually a whole list of, yeah of, of legitimate things not just drinks we do like real things and and lee's suggestion of paying a comed bill or a gas bill <laughs> or or a gas bill <laughs> any which, utility which bill might cost really? a little bit more during the holidays so probably stick to the electric okay honey these are all a no this is why i don't we don't exchange gifts anyway thanks for listening and okay. happy holidays and merry christmas or maybe just i love you See, it works. I love you works. I think this has been very festive. This has been Stories We Tell in Bars with Gina B. and Jen Lancaster. Thanks to DJ Lee Farmer for mastering the mix and joining us in the fun and with the great suggestions. And thanks to Fletch for... (laughs) 
But just being Fletch, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, once again, we're delighted to be broadcasting on Stitcher and Google Play and iTunes. And if you like what you hear, please do rate us on iTunes, as that will help others others find us. Um, For more info about Jen, visit her at jenlancaster.com. You can keep up with me at IamGinaB.com and email us at storiesweetellinbars at gmail.com. So I think I won the ding total today. I think I was the only one who no, got, you got dinged. Rescinded. for rescinded. Be- well, I think being dinged for being a bitch, I don't think you can rescind that. <laughs> yeah. You got dinged with an asterisk. Out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now- I didn't mean to shoot you, but you got shot anyway. <laughs> yeah, the hole's there. Right. Yeah. Okay, honey. Well, now, you don't have to go home. But you got to get the hell out of here. <laughs>